Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on when you're listening or watching this show. But really good to have you all join Prasan on me on what is a, a big day uh, for in, uh, all cricket lovers, especially Indian cricket lovers. And it's a big day of sport all around here in the UK. And Prasan has already had a big day. Uh, we were just speaking on off air. Uh, Prasan, first of all, before you tell us how the day started for you, how are you? I'm very well, Bharat. Thanks. Uh, really looking forward to uh, today's game. I think um, the mother of all rivalries, like everyone likes to put it. Um, so, yeah, very, very excited. And uh, you can clearly see my support for West Indies didn't last too long. <laughs> so I, think, uh, I think I need to swap it for the blue that you're wearing and uh, strut with that, you know, for the whole of uh, this and hopefully the week to come if we put up a good performance. But yeah, how are you doing? I'm very well. I thought I'd take this one out remind us of the last time we won the World <laughs> Cup. Uh, and uh, we're well overdue. Uh, we all know that. But uh, your day has started in a very energetic way. And I'm very jealous. Uh, tell our listeners and viewers what you've been up to this morning. Because it's, 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 it is um, quite incredible. Oh, well, I think... Uh... I mean, times are obviously changing and with, with all that's coming into work, workouts and fitness and all that, uh, just happened to somehow last through a whole 10K marathon today morning. So, uh, pretty exciting times. I hope that energy stays throughout the day because I think it's a very big day in terms of sport, not just India, Pakistan. We've got uh, the Grand Prix, US Grand Prix, we've got United, Liverpool, we've got everything happening. So, it's going to be a very, very long day and uh, it's going to be a massive shift at work as well. So... I, I can imagine it's going to be a little bit busier work, uh, but uh, it's a good way of using that um, nervous energy because, like you say, these games don't come out around a lot. It's only in the ICC tournaments that we get to play these games. But what's the build-up like in India? Oh, it's mad. I mean, I can tell you that ever since the uh, schedule was announced, you know, everyone's talking just about the India-Pakistan game. Um, I, I think in some sense, people would be okay if we lose the World Cup, but not okay if we lose to Pakistan. You know, it's that big here. Um, and, I, I, and I think it obviously um, uh, speaks of the hype that goes in when these two teams play each other. Because it's not often, it's, it's, it's very rare that you see India-Pakistan playing and obviously the political tensions that come along with it. Um, so, it's, it's a massive game for both teams. Um, I mean, you'll see all these players saying in the pre-match and post-match conferences that you need to treat it as a game. But I'm pretty sure that they know that they can't lose and that's why it makes the game that much more interesting. That I mean, players will give more than the 100%, that 150, 200, whatever it is to win this game at all costs. So, um, it's treated as a festival. I mean, um, Diwali probably came a little early this time uh, with India-Pakistan. So, Looking very really looking forward to the fireworks um, before the actual Diwali happens in the first week of November. Well, I hope they are fireworks and in they're in uh, saffron, white, and green somehow. But uh, <laughs> I have to share that uh, we have a well-being call in our team every Friday just to end the week. And um, at the end of the call, we ask everybody, "What are your plans for the weekend?" And I said, "You know, this is more matter of a cricket game coming up." I didn't have to say any more because when I said India Pakistan, everybody knew how huge this game is. So it transcends these two countries. I think anybody that has any sort of an interest in cricket or knows a little bit about politics knows uh, that, how huge this game is. And like you say, it's always been the case that, you know, win or lose the World Cup, this is one you have to win. And um, it seems our boys in the history of ICT tournaments have lived up to our expectations. And, you know, we've won every single match in the ICC tournament that we've played Pakistan in. 
Um, how are you looking into, how confident are you as we go into this game? Because we've had a couple of warm-up games. We've had the IPL where a couple of players at the end of it were starting to come into form. What are your thoughts on how we approach, uh, as we approach this game in terms of um, the boys and keeping that record going? Yeah, I think I'm pretty confident. I think, um, you know, the players have actually done well, like you said, you know, towards the end of the IPL and especially in the warm-up games. Um, seeing Kale Rahul bat the way he does, I think there's no better sight really uh, than Kale Rahul batting at his best. And of course, Rohit and Virat are in form. Uh, Sky found form in the last game as well. So, I think it's a matter of how we're going to play Hardik Pandya. I think uh, he's obviously a key member in that side. So, I'd say only Hardik Pandya and Bhuvneshwar Kumar at this point in time are looking a little bit off-colour to me. Otherwise, the whole eleven is sort of looking pretty decent. And... Uh, I'm sure Pakistan will be under a lot more pressure. Um, although I'm not sure if there are a lot of lot of expectations on them because they lose every time. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure what the situation is in Pakistan, but I'm pretty sure that they're okay to expect a loss, whereas that's not the case here in India. Um, you're expecting the team to win, um, and you know, you know, with the side that's currently in the Indian team, um, everyone knows the how big the IPL is, and the IPL obviously is has become so big because of the fact that the Indian players are taking part. The Indian players constitute a majority of the side. So, I think the team's looking fairly uh, good. I am really hoping that we put up a good performance. Um, overall, I, I feel we're a lot better balanced than Pakistan because uh, their middle order is a little bit of a, mm. in a, little bit of a mess right now. Um, so, I think if we manage to get rid of the top order early and uh, sort of get into that middle order uh, quicker than what they'd expect, then I think we have a really good chance of uh, wrapping up the game quickly, taking inspiration from the England side. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, that was, well, they were playing <laughs> West Indies, so let's uh, <laughs> let's not do the comparison there. And we'll talk about that later, because that later, and that was quite uh, embarrassing if you're a West Indies fan, but uh, expected considering if you saw the squad. But, you know, one of the things that Sheswat asked, just as we were ending the previous show, and I said, we're going to keep this... Uh, till the next week, which is today, is your selection for this first match because this is the match that will set up our tournament. Let's face it. I mean, if yeah. we win this, the momentum will, you know, carry on for the next two weeks, three weeks. So, how do you start this very, very big game? What's your lineup? I think mine, mine's pretty uh, standard. I think it's it's what we'd expected before the IPL even began, actually. Um, so, I'm going to open with Rahul and Rohit. I'm going to have Kohli at 3, Sky at 4. I, I really want the team to play Hardik at 5 because I feel he needs the deliveries to get settled in. Uh, you know, because obviously Rishabh Pant and Jadeja have some form behind them uh, in terms of having done in the IPL, done well in the IPL. And obviously, they're suited to that finisher's role. Uh, but we saw Hardik struggle even in the warm-up. So, I'm, I'm not entirely sure if, um, you know, he'd be able to do well. But the way that he took on the bowlers in the 2017 Champions Trophy... Uh, it all seemed lost. It seemed like the match would end really quickly. But then Hardik came and turned it on against the spinner. So, if we get that version of Hardik Pandya, I think it'll be ideal if that comes against Pakistan. And for that to happen, I feel he needs to face a lot more deliveries and, you know, get settled in, uh, get a feel of what it is, how the pitch behaves. So, I think Hardik at 5, Jadeja at 6, um, Jade, uh, sorry, uh, Pant at 6 and Jadeja at 7 for me. Um, the bowlers, I'm, I'm going to go with um, Bumrah, Shami and Varun Chakravarti. And uh, for the other bowler, I'm definitely probably going to look towards um, Ashwin for starters because I feel he brings a lot of variations to the, uh, to the table. He looked slightly off-colour during the IPL, but I think in the warm-ups, especially in the second game against Australia, 
uh, he looked his part and uh, you know if uh, the pitches are to be believed as to how they'll play out um, i feel we have enough bowling but that said um, i'm not sure if only bumrah and shami can sort of take up that bowling responsibility in the pace department but obviously ashwin starts with the new ball as well so if we're looking for some variations in that aspect uh, ashwin can come in so i feel we should we should probably look to start with three spinner uh, three spinners hopefully i'm i'm actually I'm actually going to take a punt here, and I'm going to say Hardik Pandya might bowl against Pakistan um, because they wouldn't have planned for him, and that this would be the perfect opportunity to sort of uh, try him out there. I'm I, there are a lot of conflicting reports that Hardik has been bowling in the nets, but he's not going to bowl in the match and things like that. Um, so, I mean, if rumors are to be believed, you know, Hardik has a chance of bowling in the uh, match, but I'm not sure. Obviously, he won't be his entire quota of overs, but if he can even bowl one or two overs. That'll be great for the balance. But overall, I think this is the 11 I'm going to start with. Uh, uh, well, there's two out of the 11 that I would just ask you to, um, you know, qu- uh, qualify as to why you would pick them. And the first one is Ashwin ahead of, um, well, t- this is goes on to Hardik as well. Because if Hardik doesn't bowl, or let's say he's bowling at one or two overs and he's not bowled yeah. since I don't know when. Is that mm-hmm. firstly, is that a good idea? And it, is his batting in that sort of a form that he deserves to be in the team for his batting alone? The thing about Hardik is, you know, he, he certainly is a match winner. And let's face it, you know, Shardul Thakur probably won't give you that sort of batting that Pandya will. Um, because, I mean, despite all the form that we've seen with the bat, it's happened only in the test format. And in the test format, you don't have fields spread out where, you know, you have like a deep mid-wicket, you have a deep, I mean, you have a long gone. Uh, instead, in the test format, you have fielders all inside. I mean, not even they don't even have a circle. It's, it's probably close to the batsman and closer to the batsman than the boundary. Um, so, all the form we've seen from Shardul Dakur has been in the test format. Um, he hasn't played that sort of a knock for CSK yet in the IPL. So, I wouldn't be uh, I, I wouldn't be jumping the gun and say that Shardul Dakur can probably bat better than Hardik. Um, and, I, I mean, Hardik could have probably been in all of our 11s if not for the IPL form that he's in currently. Um, and I'm sure Hardik knows that he's a match winner on any given day. So, it, I mean, the, the whole point of why I want Hardik in that 11 is simply because if he turns up, there's no better player in that 11 to finish the game, at least for the for India. So, if, if Hardik is given the, given the backing from the team that, you know, we are going... I mean, he's not doing it intentionally. So, obviously, there is something going wrong. But if he's given that backing, if he's told that, you know, we're going to back you, this is a big game, we want you to perform... He's someone who loves to perform on the big stage. We've seen in all of his interviews, he keeps saying time and time again that, you know, I, I want to be that guy who who shows to the crowd that he can do something. So, that's why I want to have Hardik in the, in the team purely based on character and the fact that he can win matches. Unfortunately, he's not good, uh, good I mean, in terms of form. But I don't feel Shardul sort of, you know, matches up to whatever uh, Hardik can do. Maybe he offers those two or three extra hours, but... Um, he hasn't been sensational in some sense to replace Hardik in the eleven for me. Yeah, it's simply because that you know you you were yourself saying could we go into this game with two pace bowlers in uh, Shami and Bumrah? If Hardik doesn't <coughs> bowl, and we'll see, I suppose in a few hours whether he will and what sort of bowling he can bring in because he can't just bowl in the nets then come and bowl a couple of overs in yeah. a big big game. Uh, that's a lot of pressure on the young man. Um, and that's why I was make, trying to make a case or being devil's advocate in the thinking Tucker needs to start because, uh, you know, 
is this Dubai pitch one that's going to just be suitable for the spinners? And you've gone for Chakravarti. Nobody will question that. Jadeja, nobody questions that. But uh, Ashwin? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, obviously, it's probably going to be a shootout between Shardul and Ashwin in some sense, if you want that extra pacer in the side, uh, depending on the conditions, of course. But I think Ashwin is a lot more handy in conditions where he actually bowls off spin and doesn't try and bowl like 50 different balls in like the six deliveries he bowls every over. So, uh, but if the last warm-up game is indications of what he can do with the ball, I think it's fantastic because, I mean, the way that he can fox batsmen with his variations and, you know, not just in terms of like bowling leg spin, off spin, carom ball and all that, but with the pace, with the drift that he gets, I think he's a great addition to the side. Um, so, in my opinion, I don't see Hardik sitting out. In, instead, I, I think it's going to be a shootout between Shardul Thakur and Ashwin for that one spot. Because if they're looking for a seamer, they're going to go the Shardul Thakur way. Or if they're looking for spinners and they think the pitch is going to... I mean, it'll all... At the end of the day, it'll, it'll depend on how the pitch is playing out and how they think the pitch will play out. So, if it's going to be a track that's going to assist the spinners, then they're probably going to look towards Ashwin. Otherwise, it's going to be Shardul Thakur. So... I think the only spot in contention for me is that one bowler spot, that rather the bowling all-rounder spot where you're looking for either Shardul or Ashwin based on the conditions. And again, I'm, I'm, it might seem to a lot of people that I'm picking on um, Hardik's place and trying to get you to even justify even more as to why he should be in the team. But I'm just making the case that others might, that if you're going to play Hardik for his batting, would you still take him ahead of Ishan Kishan? Um, I, I, I'd say I would because, I mean, the thing about Ishan Kishan is uh, he's someone who's naturally bred as an opener or someone who plays in the top order, someone who plays in the top four. And obviously, there's no spot over there. You can't play him in the top four because you've got Rohit, you've got Rahul, you've got Kohli. And Kishan himself said that Kohli has picked him as, an, as a backup opener. So, despite how he's done in the IPL or rather the last part of the IPL and how he did in the warm-ups, I feel Kishan will warm the benches. Um, see, the, the the thing about why I want Hardik in the eleven is, you know for sure that he's going to play in the World Cup. And if you don't play him in a crunch game like this and bring him in sometime later, hoping that he'd do well, I think that will be a dent on his confidence and the team as well. Because if Ishan Kishan indeed does well, then you can't drop him to get Pandya back in the side, thinking that he will do well. So instead, I feel they should back Pandya. They should tell him that, listen... You are out of form. You know, you haven't been scoring the runs. But at the same time, we believe in you as a match winner. You have done it several times for us in the past. And we're going to play play you in that number five position. You know, you're, you're going to get the deliveries to play out. You're going to get some time in the middle. Get yourself back into form because he's going to be a very important player. You know, we're expecting to go all the way to the final at least um, and hopefully win it. But if you play those four matches with the best of your capacity and hopefully in that time as well, you know, if you can sort of get into a bowling stride as well, then nothing like it. So, Hardik Pandya is going to get back into the set as a match winner and you're, you're sorted with all your issues. So, I don't think they'll they'll back Ishan Kishan right now and despite the form he's in, instead they'll back Hardik and tell him that, you know, we're giving you the opportunity, make the most of it and uh, bring your best potential on the field. Well, like you say, on his day, he's a match winner and nobody can argue with that. And hopefully, <laughs> today's the day. He comes back, and you never know. Surprise uh, the opposition with a couple of overs uh, that he's more than capable of taking wickets and not just uh, uh, you know coming in to cover a couple of overs in the middle. He's a he's a very good bowler on his day. So hopefully we'll see that back. 
How important is, I mean, considering the IPL and how crucial the power play when you're batting is in getting that momentum, how much pressure is it on KL and how good was it to have the IPL experience just before this tournament now? Because we need, by all accounts, everybody's saying that you need that big start. Yeah, you absolutely do. And uh, my, I, I think the, the worst part about KL Rahul, uh, in my opinion, having followed him for so many years, is what, is that his, his natural game was curbed by the fact that the Punjab Kings didn't have a, a middle order. You know, he had to camouflage or rather... Uh, compensate for the lack of that middle order and uh, but in the last game you know they had nothing to lose they needed to put up a big score i mean obviously chase down a big score and you know kl rahul was at his absolute best and even in the warm up game um, he he absolutely put the bowlers um, you know away really easily and that's what kl rahul is known to do best and he if he can provide that start and along with rohit sharma of course we know that rohit sharma um, is a mix of taking time and also being aggressive so I think they they sort of perfectly complement each other, and if we get that version of KL Rahul for this tournament, I think it's certainly going to be something to marvel at. Because obviously, Kohli opening the batting didn't work for RCB this season as much as we'd probably like. Like, um, and if Kohli can get back to his number three, sort of whenever the time needs, you know, he can come come and take his time. And at the other end, if KL Rahul or Rohit Sharma can you know uh, play the big shots and then you know get set the innings for the death overs, I think nothing like it. So. If we see the version of KL Rahul that we saw in the last game of the IPL and in the warm-up games, then I think that's going to be very, very crucial to how we go about our batting in the whole tournament. And the other thing that's already uh, becoming a factor is the toss uh, in the later, the second games because of the due factor that's playing a bigger and bigger role. How important is the toss and uh, will it be crucial? Because uh, everybody's saying you bat second. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be crucial. I think um, it, it certainly will have a say, but I, do, I don't think it'll have an impact on winning or losing. Um, it'll probably have, have an impact on how close the matches get because, um, I mean, we all expected West Indies to put up some semblance of a fight, you know, given that uh, the, the, the strength in the squad, but eventually it came down to a very hapless batting performance. So, I think toss is something that, that isn't in any team's control. I think, you know, the captains keep saying it again and again that, we wouldn't have, you know, uh, we don't mind doing whatever the other team has asked us to do. So, teams always come prepared with the, with, the, with an A and B and your best 11 are on the field. So, I don't think Toss has too much of a say. But that said, uh, our Indian players obviously have a lot of experience coming in from the IPL. So, I think they'll be used to bowling with the due, bowling without the due, uh, batting when the due is there, batting under lights and different things like that. So, I think... Overall, we're, we're well set in terms of the team and um, in, in terms of the 11. It's just about going out there and, you know, making sure that we stick to the plans and deliver uh, the best that we can. Let's talk about the opposition now. We can't ignore them. Um, they're used to playing in Dubai. It's pretty much a home ground for them, as we know, for the reasons uh, we don't need to go into here. Um, they've, I think they've been unbeaten in the last 11 T20s. Although the preparations for this tournament have been upset with a couple of tours being cancelled. Is it all about Babar Azam with this team and that top order? And if you can get him out early, it used to be like when India, I don't know, with a couple of players back in the day. I mean, it's been a while since we depended on one player that if he goes, then the confidence goes. But is it about one player in this case for Pakistan? Yeah, I mean, uh, before that, I'm not sure if you can hear the festivities going on over here. Uh, uh, quite, quite, a few, uh, 
quite a few fans here i it's already started you know in bangalore uh, you know people are very excited i know a lot of people actually i mean in the marathon today people are even talking about the india pakistan game and uh, you know just running on the road so that's what it is but yeah i, I think even for pakistan that festivities would probably end when babar azam gets out uh, but that said i think they have mohammad rizwan who's also in great form um, he's someone who can uh, do well fakar zaman the other day played a really good knock in the warm up game so but these guys aren't exactly as consistent as they'd want to be um, they've also got the war horses in hafiz and shoaib malik in that middle order um, so i i think uh, the whole idea is if we get babar azam out early that would put pressure on the pakistan batsmen uh, that would mean someone else needs to step up but i'm not entirely sure if you know they have the quality in that lineup uh, you know that can take on the responsibility that babar azam would so getting him out early would be really crucial i think like you pointed out they haven't lost a single game in uae when babar azam's been a part of it and that's what you can that's what social media does to you you know people try and find different ways in which india can lose pakistan can lose stats and what not um, you know so that that's what it does and uh, that that's why i think it'll be key it'll be key for india to get babar azam out early because he opens the batting as well so if we get him out early that means that you know Pakistan are dented that much earlier uh, in terms of their confidence with the bat. So getting him out early will will be very crucial, and um, I think uh, Bumrah will certainly or Bumrah or Shami will uh, pose a pose quite a challenge on these surfaces. And in terms of the rest of the uh, Pakistan squad, I mean, you mentioned it earlier on that that they are reliant on the top order, top two or three to get most of the runs. And if you get into the middle order, they're in trouble. If you get into the middle order early, um, any concerns around the bowling? the pakistan bowling the pakistan bowling oh they they're a really good bowling unit i think uh, they have a lot of pace in that department i think shaheen shafridi someone who's uh, who's been very very um, clinical in the way he goes about his bowling he's he's fast um, he can extract a lot of bounce he's trouble the best of batsmen and they've got the likes of hasan ali they've got haris rauf um, but the thing about pakistan is more often than not they tend to pitch the ball up and uh, you know they they bowl length um and they they don't really have too many variations in um, you know their bowling so i think that's something that might be found out through the tournament um you know you can have all the pace in the world uh, but if you're not consistent and if you're not like varying your lengths and you you don't have the slow ball you don't have changes of pace it's going to be hard um even in terms of the spin department i think getting imad wasim away early will be uh, crucial because he tends to drift the ball into the batsmen um that's something that's that's been um, the rohit sharma's achilles seal for uh, a very long time the ball coming in so i i think um, they've they've got the bowlers but i again the, the thing about the pakistan side is they don't have consistent players they don't have match winners in their side apart from babar azam uh, to some extent i mean they have the players who can perform but are they match winners is a question that pakistan will need to find out and um, i think there's no better uh, curtain raiser for both the sides to figure out their strengths in the tournament than play each other in what's going to be a game that uh, you know they can't afford to lose quite simply put so um they have the bowlers but i i think we have better batsmen we have better equipped batsmen we have batsmen who are in form so in terms of the matchups again i i think uh, we're, we're certainly ahead i think we i i'd like to say we're probably 70 30 um and um, if if form is anything to go by i think we have a great chance of uh, picking picking up an early win Uh, you, you mentioned the matchups, but this is one of the rare instances in any sort of sport where the players don't play against each other, unless it's a like we said at the start ICC tournament. So they haven't got that familiarity whether they play in the Big Bash IPL or whatever tournament, because you see that same player and you can sort of figure out 
this is going to be unusual for both players, uh, both teams. Uh, is that going to be any sort of a factor? That there's that unknown. Yeah, it's, it's all going to be a mystery. I mean, that's that's the best part about India Pakistan. You know, the 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 positive side of India and Pakistan not playing is uh, it's all going to be a mystery. So that's why you know Varun Chakravarti is being hyped up so much that yeah. uh, you know he's probably going to run through that Pakistan lineup because they've never played him before. So. Um, the other players we have played them, you know, in the past World Cups in in the Champions Trophy and things like that. So not everyone is entirely new. I think uh, they all know each other's strengths. I mean, in the in the day and age of uh, technology and video coming in and um, you know being used in analysis, I think everyone knows uh, each and every person or players, you know, strategy and what they tend to do a lot. So I think um, that's that's exactly why I agree that Varun Chakravarti is probably the mystery uh, or rather the X factor for us. Um, given you know that they haven't played him before, and uh, if he can run through the opposition the, the way that he did in the IPL, I think um, it's going to be fantastic to watch, and uh, yeah, hopefully he puts up a good show. Well, there are four other teams in this group, uh, so we've got to mention them. And um, New Zealand, one of those teams that everybody loves, but you know, and uh, takes um, lightly, but they're always there. Or thereabouts, although not so much in the T20 World Cup, but you know, they're a team that you need to uh, take seriously. And Afghanistan, obviously, uh, they've had a few issues, a lot of problems lately. We all know we don't need to get into that, so we don't know what sort of frame of mind they come in. But prior to all that trouble, they were com- coming into this tournament as a potential semi finalist, they were that talented. And then we've got the two qualifiers in Scotland, and the surprise being Namibia. How do you see the rest of the group? Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the Indian team, uh, sorry, the Indian group, I think um, I, I think we have a, we have a very good chance of topping the table um, because again, New Zealand were run very close by Australia and lost that warm-up game even. Um, so uh, in the second warm-up game, this, they managed to find some form. Batsmen managed to find some form, but even then, they weren't entirely convincing. Um, they have the players, but you know, even uh, they, they don't have one guy they can depend on. Uh, they have they have the guys who can put up 30s, 40s, but stitching it together is something that that's missing in that New Zealand side. So I think um, facing off against them will be probably obviously it'll be a tough uh, prospect, but I, I'd say that we have the team to beat them. Um, and in terms of Afghanistan, I, I feel they they you know the, the, the players in the Afghanistan team uh, tend to move very quickly from you know in terms of what they want to do. We've seen. The guys like Ramanullah Gurbaz, um, Hashmatullah Shahidi, we've seen Mohammad Shahzad, all of them want to take on the bowlers. And uh, that's not something that works uh, effectively in T20 cricket. Um, you know, sometimes you need to take your time and settle down. Uh, and if that's some, if we can get rid of that top order quickly as well, I think we have a great chance. Um, in terms of their bowling, they've got some really good bowlers. They've got uh, Mujib, obviously Rashid Khan, Mohammad Nabi, you know, bowled those four overs and he barely gave away a run in that warm-up game. So, um, I think overall, they have a fairly better bowling unit than a batting side. But in terms of matchups, um, we certainly have the upper hand over all three teams in our group. In the other group, it I mean, it, it seemed like it was a group of death until I think West Indies <laughs> sort of... I mean, I don't, I don't even know if... You know, I, I, I certainly you know, think that they are probably booked, up, booked an entire movie theatre or, you know, something to watch uh, the latest uh, movie that came out in the UAE. I mean, the, the way that they crumbled, it, it just seemed like they were looking to find the fielders and, you know, hit the ball to the fielders. And 
they just didn't seem interested to play the World Cup. I mean, they won it once and so why win it again sort of in but sort of they, they, I mean, you started with that match, but they did not look like reigning champions at all. Uh, you know, yeah. it's an aging team just not being refreshed. And uh, as soon as you look at the squad and the ages and you, you think this team is going to struggle, and they showed that yesterday, but I did not expect that collapse. I was looking forward to the game, and I thought, you know, this might be a test for England, because, you know, let's face it, they've lost three crucial players coming into this tournament, in Archer, uh, Stokes, and Curran. And there were some questions before here about, you know, um, the, how big a loss these would be, especially Archer. But the way the West Indies crumbled, um, it, was, it was a no contest, really. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a no contest, and um, you know that's the thing about the West Indies. Uh, they either implode or they explode. That there is no middle ground for the West Indies team, and uh, that's that's probably what what's gonna hurt them most in you know in this uh, tournament. In fact, during the warm ups as well, they, they barely managed to get to a uh, you know a score which was challenging. Uh, most of the batsmen would would uh, were batting at like about a 50, 60 strike rate. Uh, you know, people people were saying it's just a warm up game and things like that, but I think the West Indies team for a long time has been like that. Um, they haven't they haven't found batsmen who can turn up the turn up the pace and I mean apart from I think Kyron Pollard who's obviously been like a standard performer even Andre Russell's blown hot and cold for them uh, he hasn't performed as to expectations and the problem with the West Indies team I think is they don't have that one bowler who's really you know fearsome and who can turn things uh, turn matches on their head uh, you know that they've got like different bowlers they've got they've got Obed McCoy they've got Hayden Walsh they've got uh, they've got they've got like a lot of bowlers, Sheldon Cottrell, but you know all these guys have have performed, but you know you you won't be scared of them. You, you aren't going to play them out or something like that. So I, I think that's the biggest problem in the West Indies team is that look they've looked to go back to their old guards, but what they've done in that process is you know even the old guards don't want to lose the place in the side. So um, so they'll take time, they'll look to settle in, and then they get out, and you know that puts the team in a compromising position. So. I feel, in my opinion, this is going to be the way that they're going to play throughout the T20 World Cup. Maybe you'll see one match where they score like uh, 220, but you know the bowlers get hit for equally that or even more than that, and they lose the game there. So, West Indies are looking. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure of that progression in the tournament. Obviously. And let's not forget, a lot of these players decided to give up Test cricket to concentrate on the white yeah. ball cricket, especially T20 around the world in the different franchise leagues. Uh, this isn't going to help their prices when it comes to auctions in the future, is it? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the, the auctions are going to happen right after the T20 World Cup. I mean, not right after, maybe a month after it. Um, and, I mean, why they call it retirement is probably because they've done so well in the T20 format. But, you know, they, they aren't uh, staying true to what they've done best. I think someone like Gale, if he takes like 20 balls to score 9-10 runs uh, and then gets out when he tries to up the ante, simply doesn't work. And... Uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I think uh, West Indies and obviously Punjab Kings started off and they've done him no good by putting him one down at number three because that's just not where he belongs. You know, he belongs at the top of the order and that's where he is best. So, I think someone from West Indies needs to take that responsibility in the top four. Um, obviously, Evan Lewis has, you know, that talent. He can really, uh, you know, turn things on. And I mean, but it's just not about Evan Lewis. Someone else needs to do it in that side. If not for Evan Lewis... And right now, I don't see anyone doing it but Kyron Pollard. And obviously, he can't do it every single time. So, West Indies have a lot of uh, problems in their side. And uh, they need to iron it out quickly before uh, they face South Africa, Australia. And, and I mean, obviously, in their quest to make that uh, 
semi-final uh, spot, which I don't think they're going to get anywhere. No, I'll be very, very, very surprised if they get anywhere near uh, challenging for a semi-final spot. But the other team that was on the other side, England, a lot of people's uh, second favourites. Um, here, everybody's making India the favourites. I don't know if that's some sort of mind games, whatever, but all the comms here and all the pundits are saying it's um, India looks the team to beat. Um, what did you make? I know it's only um, West Indies and Lackwell said it was no contest, but um, how do you think England will get... The talk here is the final. It should be an India-England final. Do you agree? Yeah, 100%. Um, we, we even have a we have a small competition going on in our workplace where uh, we predict, um, you know, the man of the match and the winner of every game. And obviously, we've also predicted the points table, how it will finally look and um, the semi-finalists and the final. And uh, I think about 28% of the total uh, people playing have actually predicted an India-England final. And for no, for no small reason, because, you know, England have probably the best players going around apart from India. Um, that's why most of them are playing in the IPL. Um, you know, they pretty much you, you'd you'd see that the England team bat until like nine and ten, and that's not an, that's not a luxury that most other teams have. Um, that most of the bowlers in the top order can bowl as well, uh, batsmen can bowl as well. So that's that's again a very very fluidic aspect that Morgan can work with. Um, I mean, but if if you know the adjudicators start pulling off scams like they did yesterday by giving Moin Ali the man of the match. For hitting those three extra runs, and uh, uh, you know, didn't give Adil Rashid the man of the yeah, match. I thought then, he uh, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know what happened there. It's they're probably, like they're, they're probably got a league of their own. What is that? They, they've probably got a league of their own. I predict. I was, I was literally <laughs> saying the same thing at work because I mean, I, I kid you not, I kid you not. So I was actually traveling yesterday, and uh, so I, I put it up uh, to, to my colleague, and I was like, listen, if England are batting first. You pick England, Josh Butler for me. If England are bowling first, you pick England, Adil Rashid for me. And um, you know he, he picks four wickets, you know, and that's like you know even a wicket maiden in there. And it's not even like he picked the tail enders. He, he got Pollard and Russell, out, two men who could have potentially taken them to a really good score. Oh and, man! He, I mean, he didn't hit three runs, so yeah, fair enough. Moin, Oh man, yeah, that was a that was a surprise as to how uh, Moin Ali got that one because four weeks in any sort of format, especially T Twenty, it's something. Although it's yeah. West Indies, uh, but prior to that, we had another encounter between two powerhouses, but not in T Twenty cricket. Um, I thought South Africa were in with a shout with a couple of overs to go, but um, I don't think there's too much for worry in terms of. Uh, for India, again, when you look at the South African team, when you look at the uh, Australian team, obviously they've got issues. Warner's carried on his form from the IPL. Yeah. What did you make of that yeah. game? Um, I, I, I think it was a very weird start of the D20 World Cup, very honestly speaking, because you'd expect like a uh, you'd expect a, a, a high-scoring but close encounter between two sides like Australia and South Africa. Um, I, I think the West Indies-England game was an aberration and uh, we can even sort of expect, I mean, sort of speak of it in the light that it didn't even happen. But Australia-South Africa happened and, you know, the, the fact that it, you know, uh, South Africa managed to take it that deep into the game, I think was pretty commendable. Uh, but the South African batsmen, I think, will need to take more responsibility because getting to that score certainly is unacceptable. And, you know, they, it's not even like they have players who, are, who aren't established. They've got the likes of Temba Baguma, Quinton Decock, Rassi van der Dusen. Uh, yesterday, Aidan Markham obviously played a very special knock. If not for him, they probably wouldn't have even got to that 100 mark. So, 
um, they have a very very good bowling attack uh, you know with nokia rabada shamsi uh, obviously that they've got some quality bowlers in there but they'll need to figure out a way to score runs because again mm-hmm. the same case with uh, you know the the uh, afghanistan side as well you know they've got the bowlers but if the batsmen don't score runs then they're really not in with a shout and uh, again uh, speaking about australia they i think australia and england are two very very good sides in terms of depth of players in uh, the 11 uh but i am not sure how they managed to drag it that far you know given that they have the maxwells the stoinesses the mitchell marsh and all of those guys you know they should have probably finished off in a canter in maybe 14 15 overs but um again these players aren't exactly in form uh, except for glen maxwell again stoines was injured in the second part of ipl finch obviously didn't play the ipl he's coming back from a knee surgery uh, mitchell stark and pat cummins didn't feature in the uh, second half of the ipl so they've got a lot of players who are just coming into the system again uh, coming into that t20 atmosphere and obviously the bigger uh, challenge for them is in in terms of the ashes that's coming up so uh, i'm not entirely sure if uh, you know that australian side is going to go too far as well but i've put them down as one of the semi finalists in my list um, apart from india and uh, new zealand as well so i'm i'm hoping that uh, if if all things go go right then i can get a few points under my belt as well. Well, I was I was going to come end the show on that one. Uh, we know who the two finalists we predicted. I, I agree with you on that one. But uh, who your semi finalists will be? But you've told us, and the one that stood out for me is New Zealand. You think New Zealand? Yeah, will I, get I, don't, there? I don't think I don't think Pakistan and Afghanistan have have a better side than New Zealand. Um, I feel New Zealand are better a uh, better balance than both of these teams. um and of course i mean uh, playing against india would probably be hard but i feel they have the they have good enough players to beat bangladesh and uh, pakistan and afghanistan so um that's why i i picked india and new zealand from our group and uh, i've picked australia and england from the, from the other group uh, to make the semis and uh, so yeah that's that's like eight important points up for grabs so i'm just hoping against hope that uh, you know these I mean, India, of course, will hopefully make it, but uh, the other teams is what I'm hoping for. Well, it, it, it's what we're all hoping for that India get there after losing in the final uh, cup the tournament before um, semi-finals last time. We didn't have too much of a track record prior to that, but uh, this seems to be. I don't know. Should we say it could be our year? It just feels like uh, everything set up. We've got this team. We've got all of the bases covered. Um, and it's uh, the final tournament for our coach and uh, skipper um so and it starts today and it doesn't start any bigger than against pakistan you win that and the momentum will take you into the semi finals i'm sure prasan i know you're really busy today because of the game that's uh, about to start as well it, i think it's the uh, namibia no is it who's playing first i i should know this but uh, they'll be starting a couple of hours the other team in our group but um Thank you for joining us after a very uh, tough start in the morning running 10k and uh, <laughs> it's been really good. I'm a little bit nervous but confident in terms of going into this game so we'll see what pans out. But um thank you again and we'll catch up I'm sure next uh, next weekend sometime to uh, review what's happening in the first week. Yep, thanks a lot Bharat. Always lovely to chat with you and hopefully if you have one more of that jersey please send it my way cuz I have only the recent one. No problem. Uh, I mean, absolutely a, a throwback jersey this one and uh, it'll be great for the collection. So thanks a lot and hopefully we start off uh, with a positive uh, not a negative. Thanks yes. again. Take care my friend. Bye bye.